the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Every morning is a new opportunity to take in the news of the day and the challenges of life and try to make sense of it all. Right now, we've got a show that tackles the topics and asks what you think. So get ready to start your day with a bold look at history as it happens. Let's learn, live, and sometimes laugh together. It's the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM, The Answer. And a good, good morning, everybody, on this Monday, the 22nd day of January 2024. Fantastic to have you here. Uh, and and we knew this day would come. We knew this day would come at some point. Well, well you didn't know it like you know your own name. But there was little to zero reason to believe that Ron DeSantis would have any success of any meaningful size moving forward. Did some folks expect him to at least uh, finish a disappointing third in New Hampshire and then see, just see how maybe it would have worked out? Uh, in South Carolina, where he might have finished in a respectable second to Trump. What's the what, what's even the definition of, of uh, respectable? And, and the interesting thing there is it would have been kind of wild to see Nikki Haley finish third in her own state, which would have happened, I believe. Now it's just as she said, uh, she said yesterday, one fella and one lady <laughs> left uh, left in the race. So um, listen, let me just throw you the phone number. Lots to talk about. The DeSantis people are. It, it, listen, it's tough when when your when your candidate uh, ends his ride, ends his journey, her journey, whoever. I mean, hers is going to come to a to a close at some point soon. That and that I think is going to get really ugly. Because while Ambassador Haley was, Governor Haley, but whatever you want to call her, well, Nikki, was you know, thoroughly gracious and forward-thinking yesterday, saying that DeSantis has been a good governor, uh, it's, time to uni- it's time to unite behind me, she says. And, of course, that's what anybody says who's now alone in second place. Um, but her, oof, some of her fan base, you think the DeSantis people are testy, and they are. Because my uh, my social media message yesterday was, hey, if you are all in for DeSantis, I feel your I'll feel your pain. I understand. It, it, his was a substantive kind of appeal. He's a great governor, sound conservative, good potential when he rolled out in in the spring of this past year, but it was always just potential. And the potential was never realized. It's time to put on your big boy pants, get over yourselves, dry your eyes, and do what you have to do. And that is unite behind Donald Trump. There's one human being that can prevent four more nightmare years of a Democrat in the White House, whether it is Biden's near corpse or somebody else. By the way, the conspiracy theory that we have toyed with, poked and prodded and wondered about the Michelle Obama rescue 
I have some fresh thoughts about that because I've been telling you I'm scared of her for a long time. But I'm scared of that potential. And by that, I mean we're a stupid country and she's a rock star. And, and so's her husband still, obviously. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I have, I have some thoughts about that as the, uh, as the Democrat convention uh, looms uh, in the late summer in Chicago. What could possibly go wrong? Anyway, though, my message to the DeSantis people is I feel you. I'm here for you. I know, I know, I know, I know why you wanted him. It was like Trump's policies back in a more disciplined package. He could serve two terms. He's not almost 80. The things to recommend DeSantis, it was a long list. But guess what? There weren't enough takers. So here's what you guys need to do. If you're sitting, because I all day yesterday, all day, oh, I, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, for the first time in the 80s, I'm not going to you know vote for, for a Republican. I'm, uh, and these people, these people. Here we go. Matt Walsh. You know Matt Walsh is wonderful conservative uh, podcaster, blogger, tweeter. Heavy on the the gender issues where he's heroic, but various other things too. And he said, "Look, it's it's disappointing that the DeSantis thing didn't pan out, but I got to tell you, I in a way, I'm to be honest, I'm I'm here for it. Just just let's let's wrap this up. I'm tired of the conservative infighting. It'll be nice to see everybody come together." to to focus on the real job, which is beating Biden. My reply to Matt was, dream on, young man, dream on. Plenty of ugliness remains. For at least a day, <laughs> maybe longer, the DeSantis people are really furious that, that it just didn't work. And they're turning their fire on Trump. They're turning their fire on me. They're turning their fire on you. I'm not gonna, it's, it is a petulant toddler tantrum. But I told them, if you don't pull your heads out and get your act together and get over yourself, you are AOC. You are MSNBC. You are Nancy Pelosi. You are Chuck Schumer. You are CNN. You are a Biden voter. This is binary. Oh, I'm wounded. I don't think I can boop it. Boop. Then you wear that second Biden term and it's on you. It is time. We ain't got time to dilly-dally around. It is time for some clarity. And uh, yesterday morning, uh, after the Sunday shows, kind of it was kind of interesting watching Kristen Welker on Meet the Press, who had planned to have DeSantis on in a big, fat first segment. But whoops, he canceled on everybody. He said it was due to a schedule conflict. <laughs> well, that's one, that's one way of putting it. Yeah, one thing that that occupied DeSantis' schedule was writing uh, these comments that heralded his exit from the race. Greetings from Florida. The warmth of being home is a reminder why I've chosen public service. From joining the United States Navy and serving in Iraq to representing the people in the U.S. Congress, and now serving as governor of Florida. And it reminds me why I decided to run for president, to fight for those who have been forgotten in this country. This is America's time for choosing. We can choose to allow a border invasion, or we can choose to stop it. We can choose reckless borrowing and spending, or we can choose to limit government and lower inflation. We can choose political indoctrination, or we can choose classical education. These choices are symptoms of the underlying struggle to ensure that constitutional government can endure and that Western civilization can survive. 
And we launched this campaign to bring accountability to government, regain sovereignty at our border, and restore sanity to our society. We cannot succeed as a country if we allow our nation to be invaded, our currency to be debased, our cities to crumble, and our kids to be indoctrinated. The D.C. elites who facilitated this mess do not care about you, and they do not work for you. They work for themselves. They seek to accumulate power at your expense to pursue an agenda that is harmful to the American people. So he's on a roll for like a minute, and a lot of people, when this video was released, said, uh, okay, where are we going? Citizens do not serve politicians. It is the duty of politicians to serve you. Talk is cheap. Actions speak louder than words. Reversing the decline of this nation requires leadership that delivers big results for the people we are elected to serve. I have a record of leading with conviction, championing an agenda marked by bold colors, delivering on my promises, and defeating the people who are responsible for our nation's decline. And for some reason, I offer this to you, and not enough of you were interested. <laughs> a little bit of annotation and mind reading. is It's like, is this, oh, nobody wants to cut this video. Nobody wants that day when you get out of the race. But there's more. That is the type of leadership we need for all of America. Now, over the past many months, Casey and I have traveled across the country to deliver a message of hope that decline is a choice, and that we can, in fact, succeed again as a nation. Nobody worked harder, and we left it all out on the field. Now, following our second-place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I- this had a lot of people looking through the rearview mirror and saying, what, what could he have done more? And this is a fool's errand. Could he have been on more shows? Could he have campaigned differently? Could he have surrounded himself with different people? Yes, yes, and yes. Would it have made a difference? No. No. It was abundantly clear that this was out of his hands. This was beyond his control. Ron DeSantis's problem was not anything that DeSantis did or didn't do. DeSantis's problem, and it was an, uh, an insurmountable problem, was that Donald Trump exists. That the pitch, the the outreach, the, the 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 salesmanship that DeSantis offered for his own presidency was received well by many and embraced by some. But everybody looked at, at the, the policies that DeSantis was going to bring and they said, look, this guy over here, he was president already and we still love him and we still want him. And that's not DeSantis's fault. And ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. For the 13th, 14th time, people say, why does is that, even Christie used it and Vivek used it, why do they suspend their campaign? Well, suspend it is to hit a pause button rather than dismantle it, end it, uh, it, it dis, dismantle it. The reason you suspend it, you know what you can do with a suspended campaign? Reanimate it, reactivate it. I mean, if uh, you know, if, if the, the, the Trump plane is hit by a surf-to-air missile tomorrow, uh, DeSantis can say, I'm back. Uh, that's why you suspend. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic 
and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. <laughs> he just can't let it go, even even on the way out, even on the way to a Trump endorsement, which, by the way, is coming. <laughs> Got to just twist a little bit of the knife as to things that he that, that had differences with. OK, what? It's your, it's your final day, dude. It's well, plenty of grace, plenty of latitude. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. Okay, it was those 10 seconds right there that had me thinking this is kind of like a hostage video. That is, are you familiar? Is it Shakespearean to talk about uh, damnation with faint praise, to damn someone with faint praise? Means that that criticism is one thing. But to offer praise that is oh so hesitant and oh so threadbare. (laughs) Okay. So the two reasons offered by DeSantis for endorsing Trump are, I promised I would. I promised I would support the nominee. It's him. And the other one, I love this. Trump is better than Biden. (laughs) Dude, my dog is better than Biden. (laughs) So, okay. Hey, it's it's a painful day. It'll come. No, but interestingly, what will come? What will happen? Will we see DeSantis on the campaign trail clasping arms with Trump across various key states moving forward? I sure hope so. And what does this do to the the thoughts, the murmurings of of a, of DeSantis as a running mate? I got to tell you, I I turned the page a little bit because I didn't think it was going to happen. I still probably know. In fact, if Trump stays by what he said some some days ago, I've already picked the person. I know who it is. That would imply that it's obviously not DeSantis because DeSantis was still running. And oh, oh, by the way, so the last week or so, all, all last week, I told you about two people that kind of were bubbling up to the surface for me. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Ohio Senator J.D. Vance. And over the weekend, the political article said, hey, there's buzz about two people, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and J.D. Vance. Oh, OK. Well, thanks for that. That's my endorsement, because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear. Oh, real quick. The end of that sentence was, would DeSantis still make a, a pretty sweet running mate? Sure he would. I, he would. Um, and for the millionth time, somebody would have to change up states of residence, not constitutionally. Because you can run with somebody from the same state, but the electors can only vote for one of you, either president or vice president. And Florida's a big, important state, so Trump could make his uh, residency in New York. Repackage formed of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. Yeah, let's let, let's 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 be in home as a reminder why re-ra- let, let's re-rack that for a second. Of caving to woke ideology are over. I thank all of our passionate supporters who have stood by us through it all. Yeah, hang on a sec. The, the, I wondered if in his announcement he would come after Haley, and he did. Here we go. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. Mm-hmm. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackage formed of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. There you go. And that's why she ain't going to win New Hampshire tomorrow. And she ain't going to win nothing moving forward. This will not last long. There are not enough establishment globalist moderates in the party to loft Nikki Haley. Days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. I thank all of our passionate supporters who have stood by us through it all. That we had people volunteer to come to Iowa in the middle of a blizzard (laughs) to knock on doors and make phone calls touched us dearly. No candidate had more thrown at him 
but no candidate had so many committed volunteers and staff. Finally, I want to thank my wife, Casey, and our kids, Madison, Mason, and Mamie. Casey's gone far above and beyond in her support for our campaign and for our cause. She's not only a great wife and mother, she's a great American. who can- And she would have been a pretty great first lady, too. And you know what? Maybe someday she will be. All right, 866-660-5759. Your thoughts welcome. Can't wait to talk to my buddy Mike Gallagher, 735. Real quick, just a final thing. You watching football over the weekend? I did, and it, it was really entertaining. It was really great. Our final four is uh, Kansas City will uh, travel to Baltimore, and Detroit will travel to San Francisco. Give me the Chiefs and the Lions for the Super Bowl that I want the most. Uh, I don't care that much about Baltimore, even though Jack Harbaugh, or excuse me, John Harbaugh, their coach, it's a big coaching family, did a little Bible verse at the beginning of his postgame uh, uh, press conference after the Ravens dispatched the Texans. Did you see what Baltimore did to a really good Houston team? Did you see what the 49ers did to a really game and 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 gutsy Packers team? Did you see what the Lions did? Uh, to Baker Mayfield and the Bucks, who really, and here's my point. And did you see both the teams slugging it out last night in Kansas City at Buffalo? Here's my point. Of course, it was a bummer. It's a gut punch that the Cowboys made such a, a repulsive and uh, unimpressive early exit. I know, I know. But you know what? It was going to happen at some point. I'm watching all these teams, even some of the teams that lost yesterday. Almost any one of them would have beaten the relaxed, under-motivated, under-coached, under-prepared Cowboys would have beaten the Cowboys like a drum. These teams brought urgency and passion and a, a feel for the moment that uh, that, that you're just not going to get from McCarthy or Dak. You're just not. 724. It is Sam Cooke's birthday, born this date, 1931. Twisted the night away. Rod Stewart did a sweet remake of this. But you will hear some Sam Cooke today and another just amazing vocalist, a little little closer to the modern day, uh, back in the day for some, but we'll, uh, we'll give you that one on the way into Mike. So we, we want to be generous and gracious to Governor DeSantis on his exit, but there, there are folks on the Patriot mobile test lines, a text line saying, uh, wait a minute here. <laughs> DeSantis said, nobody had more stuff thrown at him. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Anyway, all right, all right, all right. It's 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 a time for healing. And, uh, and and here comes, I think, my buddy Mike to help everybody heal, help everybody get over it, get over themselves, and realize what job one is. Nikki's job one in the newsroom is this newscast, and then Mike and I will talk. Could have found a lot of Journey records for Steve Perry's birthday. I thought I'd pick the one that might be the DeSantis campaign theme, Who's Crying Now?, but uh, I, I want to be kind, though. You ever, you ever seen the Steve Perry incarnation of Journey? You've seen Journey a few times, right? Uh-huh. 
Steve Perry is 75 and still kind of has it. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're going to elbow out this Arnell Pineda who's made them squillions on the road for a long, long time now. But uh, the great Steve Perry of Journey is 75. Where are you, so you Mike? Want, so you want some healing today, do you? I, well, I did, you want I, some healing today, well, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You know, I heard you driving over the Howard Franklin Bridge yes. listening to your wonderful oh, monologue. Oh, okay, well. And, and I heard you say, <laughs> well, everyone knew this day was coming. Oh, really? Everyone? I'm just old enough to remember a chat I had just a few weeks ago when I suggested to a really smart friend of mine that Ron DeSantis ought to drop out and endorse Donald Trump. And that smart friend of mine said I was the stupidest dope. What a bird brain. You got to let the voters vote. What are you talking about? We got to let the process play out. We got to let people. What do you mean, you dope? He needs to drop out. Oh, look at the headline over at Drudge. DeSantis drops out before it even started. Well, Mark, who's crying now? <laughs> okay, Mr. Healing. Here's the, here, here's <laughs> the asterisk. I would, or the uh-huh. asterisk oh, I ain't no asterisk. When I said ain't that, no asterisk. When I said that everybody knew that this day was coming, everybody's known it uh-huh. since, certainly since Iowa. And maybe a uh-huh. little bit before that. So we've known some of it, us no. knew it. Some of us knew yes, it earlier than others. Yes, you uh-huh. did. That, some and, of it and, have been saying it all along. And, I bow, and you took I, my I, head I bow, off. I bow. And you, I did no such thing. I took bow. my I head did off. No such you called thing. me stupid. You I said that's call, the stupid. You no, no. You oh, you want you me stu- to pull the tape? I didn't call you. You, you literally stu- said. I think you literally said that may be the stupidest thing I ever heard. Quote, unquote, Mark Davis. That may be the stupid. You know what? You think it's still stupid? And uh, see, when did I say that? When, because I did. I did have a, few a really. weeks ago. I had a really. It was longer ago than that, I think. <laughs> Not that I, long. I had a low opinion of everybody <laughs> bowing out before before anybody had voted. As, oh. I, as Iowa drew near, it really uh-huh. became it became obvious to uh-huh. anybody uh-huh listen so, i love you you're a smart I love guy you too. you're That's smarter okay. than me i don't you. you no well on this one i was uh, now here's here's the, the so what this now? completes well here's what i'd love to see what now i know it's the, you know where i'm going with this the perfect the perfect coda to this yeah. is trump selects ron DeSantis as his running mate that would be perfection now i you know he was real gracious towards governor DeSantis over the weekend Yep. I mean, he's capable of this. He's capable of of, of being gracious and mm-hmm. being statesmanlike. It's, it, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's pretty impressive. And Mark, seriously, is there anybody who thinks the, a Trump-DeSantis ticket is a bad idea? Really? Anybody? Not a, not a bad idea. And I think I've made clear my how much I love Governor DeSantis. I mean, he's, he's, he's a great governor, great conservative, and would have been a great president. The marketplace was not there. And I understand why it wasn't. But let's here's what's weird. I think I texted you about this. Did the DeSantis campaign underperform so colossally in the minds of some that maybe there is somebody else who helps him more? And, and I mean, and I've, I think of a J.D. Vance who gives you Ohio. Yeah. I think of a, I mean, you know, Governor Sanders in, in Arkansas, if you've got Elise Stefanik. Lee Zeldin, you and I gushed a little bit about Lee Zeldin. He doesn't give you New York, but he gives you a guy. So I don't know. So is is Trump DeSantis attractive? Yes. Would, would it beat the Democrats? I'm confident it would. Is, is DeSantis far and away the VP choice to consider. I think there might be other names who belong in the in, well. In, let's in the let's stipulate, and I think you'll agree with me on this. All of the uh, grave dancing 
that the the DeSantis ran a terrible campaign is bogus. So silly. That's garbage, and that really is stupid. And you're getting that from the Washington Post to the New York Times to the Never Trumpers to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was awful, and he's finished, and he can't run in 2028. That's ri- ridiculous. He. It's not about DeSantis's campaign. It wasn't about DeSantis. Nope. Nikki Haley said something this morning on Hugh Hewitt's show that I found so intriguing. Hugh asked her about the political prosecutions of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And her answer was really revealing. She said, well, of course a lot of the prosecutions are are political, but as an example, he's going to be in court today, the day before the New Hampshire primary. He'll be distracted. Right or wrong, it doesn't matter. He's going to be distracted. She misses the point. To Americans, it does matter. Taking away our right to vote is everything, and it's why people are being driven into the arms of Trump. And does anybody anybody think he seems distracted? He is energetic. He is laser focused. He's using these courtroom courthouse lobbies as the best Trump rallies in years. He's everywhere. He he manages to go to his mother-in-law's funeral, flies all night, gets up, goes to New Hampshire, he's in Iowa, he's Bubba. He's everywhere. So but but Nikki Haley reveals something. And I know it's a talking point. Yeah, what for was her. revealing? Because I mean exactly she has to say this, but what, what was revelatory about she it to you? Doesn't recognize the how crucial it is to the American people that yeah. we not be deprived of the right to vote. And these prosecutions have been a bridge too far. They are absolutely un-American. It is the dis- they had three years to bring charges against Donald Trump, and they <laughs> waited till the eve of the election, and the American people know it. We sense it. We get it. And a whole bunch of people, including New Hampshire voters, yep. are going to say, sorry. Now, let's talk about Nikki Haley So it's, as true she- as you are about that, let's do, because it, yes, it did reveal, but if she gloms onto that concept too much, like the degree to which you and I might, all she's really doing is guiding people to vote for him. She does kind of have a job. And that's and, and maybe there's a way she could have, uh, not tab danced, but navigated this, triangulated it by saying, look, yes, the pro- the prosecutions of him are absolutely political, but I, I, I'm concerned that they will inflict damage that will make it harder for him to beat Biden, and I know I can well, beat Biden. That might be does, a better she- answer. She stands as much a chance as DeSantis does. She doesn't stand <laughs> a chance. You are correct. She should, she should be throwing her hat in the ring right now and giving it Soon up and, and throwing Soon in the towel sooner enough. rather than later. Because here's what she said. This is intriguing because after New Hampshire, and I don't know what's going to happen now in New Hampshire, I keep telling you I think she'll perform better than expected, but that was before DeSantis dropped out. DeSantis voters aren't going to go with her. No. De- so they're going to go to Trump. Mm-hmm. So I think he wins. If he wins over 50 percent, which is what the, the again, that benchmark is, mm-hmm. uh, then it's completely closed the door. But here's what's even going to be more embarrassing. Even, even before her. it closed the door on her, even before her own state on February 24th? Because she's going to lose in South Carolina. Yeah, she sure and you, is. if you can't carry your own state, yep. she's going to get clobbered in yep. South Carolina. Because, again, dirty little secret, South Carolinians <laughs> don't like her. And I, and I can address this. Let me tell you what okay. she said recently that speaks to that. Yeah. She is now claiming how she was m- miserably treated growing up in the Deep South, as she puts it, for being a brown girl. What? She said she was disqualified from a beauty pageant because she wasn't white or black. She says, you want to know what it was like? I grew up, I grew up every single day in the Deep South mm-hmm. being discriminated against. Well, that ought to really endear her to, a, to South Carolina yeah. voters. 
Boy, that'll that goes over real well. I mean, Nikki Haley claims on the one hand that we're not a racist nation. Yeah. Well, if she oh, was discriminating and, and never and never have been. That was a bad day on on cable. Oh, really? She said, "Well, what's we've, even we've never been a racist nation, ma'am." The people who overstate it now uh, amid today's social media uh, black lives matter furor, you bet. But I have a feeling yeah, that when we but, had slaves, kind of a racist nation. Yeah, just, kind just of a ra- you think we you were, think we're a racist about, world. Humanity but, was racist at, at But that how time. about her but how about her world experience? I she know. wants to on the one hand claim yeah. that she was constantly uh, taunted and discriminated and 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 was the victim of racism every day growing up in the yeah. deep south yeah. but we're not a racist well which is it pick a lane we're either a racist nation or we're not well, she's a little girl 40 years ago i don't doubt in the 80s I, right i don't doubt that she did get some sideways glances as a result of that do you think yeah, she but, but, was but, discriminated but, against on a daily basis no, in the 80s uh, you think no, in the 80s no. she got kicked out of a beauty pageant because she's a brown woman one one time come maybe. on one, i mean maybe it, once it, but hey, but is that but the it's overall pandering thing, it is and it's you know what pandering. else it is it is grievance mongering also which is not a good look you know it's it, what the left does uh, it's precisely, what democrats precisely, do precisely right. and and incidentally speaking to that point this is really important Washington Post, they're doing a whole big thing today. Nikki Haley's last best hope for the Republican nomination is, of course, in New Hampshire. Now, check this out. A CNN poll conducted by the University of New Hampshire and released yesterday found Trump leads Haley 50 to 39 percent. Check this out, Mark. Nearly three quarters of Haley's supporters identified as Democrats or independents, well, there you are. while a quarter were Republicans. That's where she gets her support. Of See, in, in, in New Hampshire, people don't understand this. Democrats can absolutely vote yes. for the Republican. Now, they had till October to, to decide whether they were undecided or whatever, or mm-hmm. undeclared. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's a, a weird primary system. Again, nearly three quarters of Nikki Haley's supporters in New Hampshire identify as independents or Democrats. She's not. She doesn't have a chance. And let's not forget she the poll that showed it asked a bunch of Haley supporters if indeed it comes down to Trump versus Biden, who are you going to vote for? Almost half of them said Biden. That's all you need. That's that's all you need. Oh, so yeah. it's over now. Uh, and and by the way, can we give credit where credit is due to Ron DeSantis? This really was a classy, graceful move. Um, he he really, frankly, I think this was an anti Nikki Haley move. He saw what was going to happen in New Hampshire that she was going to perform pretty well. He doesn't want her in the White House. He made it clear in his speech. He made it clear in in interviews. Sure he's, saying, he, he's saying, listen, that would be a mistake to have a globalist like Nick. And she is a globalist. Yes. She doesn't have a path. This is all just noise right now. We got to unify behind Donald Trump. It'll be intriguing to see who he picks as the vice presidential running mate. Incidentally, Seb Gorka. Has given it away. Uh, this big supposed secret. Mm-hmm. He held. He hosted a Twitter space last night. He came right out and said who he thinks. You know who he says is going to revealed be. the name that he gave to you that we went through ten minutes of segment last week saying you send me the lockbox. We'll put it on some kind of invisible ink. Listen, he I was going to go to Office Max and buy a lockbox. <laughs> I, I was going to FedEx it to you and everything. And swallow but if the Gorka's key. running him. I mean, well, he doesn't care. Okay, well, a, that I, did, I didn't catch that. So share with the well, class. yeah, he's Lee Zeldin. He he okay. says it's New York Congressman Lee Zeldin. You uh-huh. mentioned it earlier, right. uh, and that's who Gorka claims is the inside scoop on who. 
Trump is going to pick. Now, I, this could all be up and upended now by DeSantis dropping out, but that's who Gorka claims is that because he said it last night. If he's going to say it publicly, I guess we can. Lee Zeldin is I MAGA. Feel, I feel liberated, and he is. And here, and here's what I swear I believe now. When Trump said how many days ago, you know, two weeks ago, I, I, I know who it's going to be. That's who it is this month. And I don't mean he's going to change <laughs> right. it six times, but could he change right. his mind on the fly with something transactional and of the moment? Of course right. he could. But would Zeldin right. be great? He sure he would. Sure. He would. Oh, he's good, and and he checks a lot of boxes for Trump. He won't overshadow Trump. Yep. He'll be unlike Mike Pence. He'll be loyal to Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and he's mad. Ow. And he's oh, sorry, ow. I couldn't resist. <laughs> I couldn't help Pence, myself. Pence I'm feisty. Pence was loyal to Trump for every until the day. end. Until the end. I know. Until it matters. Until the end. Until the end. <laughs> I couldn't wow. resist. Uh, hey, I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a feisty mood, and I'm excited because we're talking right now yep. about bringing the Mike Gallagher show to the great state of Texas for Super Tuesday. Might be hey, doing a little something on Super Tuesday. Yeah, we might, and and if we're gonna, might twist your arm to see if we can't get you to to be there with us and find a venue. Where could we go? I want to. Is Feed Store Barbecue still still bursting at the seams out in South Lake? They are superb. Maybe we need to go somewhere, or maybe in the studios. Maybe we're just in Texas, but I think we're gonna come because listen, this is gonna be a big night. Our Joey Hudson is on the ground in New Hampshire. We'll get reporting from Joey. Uh, He's not quite as cold as he was was in Iowa. Say where you can actually feel your extremities in New Hampshire. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And but but I think we're going to bring the mountain. We're going to bring the mountain to Mohammed, and we're going to go to uh, Texas for the for Super Tuesday. And we would love to have the M and M experience live and in living color. So more details on that. Uh, I hey, it's going to be a big day. Going to be a big week. And uh, New Hampshire, here we come. Here we come. All of its lessons. And I and I do appreciate all the texters who are saying, "Way to hold Mark's feet to the fire. Go get him, Mike." <laughs> I feel like a Mr. Accountability. Get, gotta, I deliver it and I friends accept it. <laughs> and remind them words matter. And you were right all along, Mike. Well, thank you, Dallas, for that text. And Mark knows it. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark is as gracious as anybody. So you know, I I always tip my hat to you. You're the Ron DeSantis of talk radio. <laughs> it's well, well, like there are there worse things to be. <laughs> you bet. Hey, I say that with the with praise. I'm I'm serious. I can't say this enough. I am really really impressed by Governor DeSantis's decision, and I mean that. I'm not trying to be patronizing yep. here. He he could have dug his heels he in sure like could've. he's doing. Could have could have could have hung not. in there till Super Tuesday, as I kind of thought some voters might want him to do. And you know, I don't want to I don't want right to say that voters I don't want to say voters don't matter because they do. And a lot of the most wounded people are the folks in some of these states who are just hardcore DeSantis. And they said. I don't even get to weigh in. My vote doesn't matter now. Yes, it does. It was never going to happen. For, well, I mean, we've nope. known for at least a couple of weeks that it was never going to happen for him. And so now it's time to go to job one, and that's beating Biden, period. Job number one. We got our work cut out for us. Bring it on. Bring it on. Ready. We're bringing on the Mike Gallagher Show. As soon as we're done at 10, he'll be here for you right here on 660 AM. The Answer. You can tell. <laughs> I'm alone and so Even at 27, you could tell what was to come. One of the first hits by Tony Bennett, 1953, and Here in My Heart. Well, here on the show, we're about to work our way into the 8 o'clock hour. Our buddy Paul Gleiser, the Sage of East Texas, guess where he is? In the snows of New Hampshire. So we'll check in with him at 8.35. But I'm going to check in with you as we uh, work our way into the 8 o'clock hour. 
Trump running mate, what do you think happens in New Hampshire? Do you think we're going to be able to unite, or will there be people throwing up roadblocks? Mark Davis, 660 AM, the answer. Stick around. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.